0: Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Well, hi there, and welcome to a kind of interesting episode. I'm kind of recording this on the fly, in the car, taking some inspiration from Russell Brunson, whose podcast, I think, started with him just talking for 10 minutes in his car. If you don't know who Russell is, look him up. He's the founder at ClickFunnels. This is like a billion-dollar business. Um, But I had like a flash of inspiration, so I thought, why not record an episode on the fly? So, just left a workout, and it got me thinking, um, because currently, I... uh, the founder, the main founder that I work with who runs like a multiple, you know, eight figure business is a business coach and he has just thousands of pieces of content online. And I found out like a couple weeks ago, something really interesting was his most popular ever watched video on YouTube was about overcoming his ADHD. And I just thought it was so curious because he's, you know, there's like, he has like about a million followers across social media and he is a business coach, right? But the fact that so many people were attracted to his story, overcoming ADHD, got me thinking like, oh, how interesting, like how interesting it is that that is, uh, you know, the thing that's kind of drawn people the most. And so one really important Um, element or like value that you can, uh, like kind of like a a, a hack, I guess we'd call it a hack that you can um, use for marketing is really like looking at other influencers or other people in your space and kind of modeling the things that they do. So this is kind of my thought process as I'm going through my workout today about, you know, modeling success of others and all these things and got me thinking about my own story. And a couple episodes ago, I believe it's episode 41? Uh, No, 42, I believe. Um, I kind of go into depth about my story and kind of why I have this podcast and why I have the authority to speak about marketing. And if you go and listen to that, you'll learn a little bit about how I lived in China for pretty much the whole of my 20s. And while I was in China... Something really, really interesting happened my second year in. And that was that I started developing this like unbelievable, crippling anxiety and panic attacks. And I didn't really know like where it had come from at the time. Although in retrospect, I can kind of think um, a little bit more differently, like in hindsight about why maybe that particular moment in my life You know, I had developed anxiety because I was, you know, 20, what, like four. I was about, you know, all the way around the world, away from my friends and my family and the safety net and all of the stuff. And I had just moved to Shanghai to follow a relationship. And I was living with one of my best, best friends in the whole world. Shout out to Abby, who's just an angel with wings. But together, we sort of started falling down this kind of depression hole at the same time. Um, while we were first living in Shanghai and it was, it actually became like a little bit of a joke because we were in this funk and we couldn't really figure out exactly why. Um, for me, it developed into really severe anxiety. I ended up, um, getting on medication I took Xanax for a while like to curtail the panic attacks and I would get absolute panic attacks while I was flying which really wasn't convenient because I had to take some pretty long flights a couple times a year in order to come home to my family and I really was passionate about you know visiting other countries in Asia and, and not like missing out on this incredible experience living abroad um, because I was you know had this fear of flying So the anxiety just persisted and it got worse and worse and worse. We would be laughing that we thought we were eating too much tofu because of course, you know, we, we just ate a lot more tofu being in China than we did, um, growing up in the States. But one thing that changed for me that I think is a turning point in my life was, we started going on jogs together. Now I always was like active. I always enjoyed exercising like from high school, but I wasn't like athletic at all. You know, I would go on like easy runs or, you know, I did like kickboxing in high school, but I, I definitely wasn't like a sporty child or, you know, young adult. And when, there definitely were periods in my life where I went like months without exercising, like months. But in this really low period, like the only thing Abby and I could really think about was, you know, let's just like pick ourselves up and go for like a jog, which was a very slow paced kind of walk run at first. And we would just do it a couple times a week. And I remember it wasn't immediate, but after. I would say, like, a couple months, maybe, like, two months, yeah, maybe, like, six or eight weeks of exercising consistently, I began to feel a little more in control of the anxiety I was feeling, and from there, it sort of started pulling this thread of, like, okay, well, if I don't, like, love running, especially, like, in the winter, um, the air quality in China like, is not that awesome. Um, I remember I started going to yoga. And I would do yoga a couple times a week. And I loved it. I fell in love with the practice and sort of the easiness of it and the toughness of it. And like the inward thinking of it and the meditation part of it. And I did that consistently for years and years and years. And no, maybe I did. Years and years, gosh, not that old. So a couple years, right? And it started getting better. And I'd have to say that... After six or eight months of consistent exercise, taking the time for myself, kind of looking inward and all of that, I was able to, to completely get off of medication. And this, this was something that I really consciously wanted to do because I really did not like the idea of being on medication. Like I didn't like the idea of being dependent on anything, but panic attacks are really, really uncomfortable. Um, so panic attacks, like on the day to day dissipated, you know, I still had, um, problems when I was flying. I still had that anxiousness when I was flying. That was something that I overcame after a couple, I would say like another year or two of really working at that. And I will share that story in another time. But over the years, like establishing this habit of exercise has absolutely changed my life. So once I was doing yoga for a while, I remember, like, becoming interested in pushing myself a little bit more to do something that made me, like, a little bit more, like, took me a little bit more to the point of exhaustion. And that's when I started CrossFit. So, I started CrossFit in China. So, now it's about, like, seven years ago. And <laughs> starting CrossFit was an absolute mess. It, I remember my first two weeks... We were doing a run, and I had, like, such a terrible spill that I cut my leg to the point where I probably needed stitches, but I didn't. I didn't get stitches. Um, And I was so discouraged, and I was like, what the hell is this? This is so hard. And I remember looking at all of the movements, looking at, like, a pull-up bar and saying, no way in hell could I ever do a pull-up. And what's a really beautiful thing is I'm now, like, seven years later, and I just... And did like a really, really tough workout and I've come like so incredibly far to now being like probably one of the top in the class of, of the worst level. So there's like a competitor level, but I'm like in the regular. Okay. So I could say I'm one of the top and it's really, really cool to look back and think about the progress, which is just so gratifying. To now be in a position where I'm like actively encouraging and inspire other people around me, which I could never have imagined when I first started this journey, like having panic attacks and not even being able to run around the block. But I think what's really like just hit me was that like nowadays, like I am in such a strong position that I'm not saying that anxious feelings and anxiety don't, don't like come into my life anymore. But I have the exact tools in my toolbox to control it and to dissipate it incredibly quickly, and I owe that 100% to exercise and have, being active. So, if now that I have this this kind of platform, I'm talking a little bit more personally. Um, I just think it's a really important message to share. And I know it's not a new concept or rocket science, but I think it's always really helpful to hear how others manage anxiety and, you know, really like proof in the pudding of how beneficial, you know, exercise is. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't have to be difficult, right? I mean, I really found that as I challenged myself physically, like I had real like dopamine responses to it. Like I felt really good. Um, like that reward system kicked in whenever I did something hard. But if that doesn't like jive for you, like just the simple accomplishment of like going for a walk and giving yourself the time to step outside and like think inwardly and think clearly is so incredibly important. And one thing I have to, also share is, you know, as, as my like career develops and grows, I can think like the mental toughness that I've developed from exercise that's seen me through like so many challenges in my life in relationship and also in work, because what I've learned is that, you know, states are, are temporary, like absolutely temporary. And if you're, if you're, you know, if you're a founder and you're building a company and you're feeling this like frustration because you're not where you want to be and you're not, um, making the money that you want or not having the success that you want, just know that the, 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 the uncomfortable feeling that you're feeling is exactly where you need to be to push you to the next level. And I just love how exercise or like a tough workout does that in like such like the, micro level where you could see kind of like the pain and the reward very quickly within like a 20 minute span or a 45 minute span of a workout. So that's my meditation on anxiety and exercise. I really encourage you that if you're going through a tough time, like talk to your doctor, there's no shame in, in, you know, using medication at all, like period. But there's also a way that you could use it as a bridge until you find like better tools in your toolbox. If you're a person that doesn't like the idea of being dependent on anything, um, I would encourage you to explore ways that you can connect with like disconnecting, disconnecting from the thoughts in your head, disconnecting from the negativity, because there absolutely is like the light at the end of the tunnel. There is an, an, an other side of anxiety and I just had this moment of reflection. You know, I remember being in high school and having my first panic attack and going to the hospital because I thought my heart was literally exploding. That was before I took the SATs. But it's just funny to look back like all these, I don't know, like 20 years later or whatever, and see how much I've changed and how much just growing up and being responsible for your own emotions, like learning that skill can really improve your peace, like the peace and joy that you have in your life. So I hope this is helpful um, for everyone. And, and of course, it doesn't relate 100% to marketing, but I think it's still a really, really important um, lesson to share. So hope everyone's enjoying a beautiful day and hope to see you back here next week. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Heger or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.